Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Music and Therapy Podcast with Relationship Coach Kiana W. Mitchell. I am your host, Kiana W. Mitchell. Well, I hope everyone is doing well and that you had an amazing weekend and that your day is simply awesome. So last week on the podcast, we talked about how it is hard to leave an abusive relationship, and we also talked about some of the things you could do if you're in an abusive relationship and you needed to leave. So here are some takeaways from last week's episode of the podcast. Now, the first thing we talked about is that it is difficult for people to leave a relationship if they're being abused because it causes a lot of emotional and psychological harm. In addition to that, the person who is being victimized sometimes may be downplaying what's going on. Like they may say something like, well, you know, he got angry, then he threw something at me. But no, 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 it's okay. He always does this when he's mad. Or they might say something like, hey, I'm dealing with this issue. He got mad at me. He tried to choke me. What should I do? What could I have done differently so he wouldn't get mad? Things like that may be going on. So if things like that are happening, they can't clearly see that they're in an abusive relationship. So number one, they have to accept that they're in an abusive relationship. They have to understand that this is a dangerous situation. Number two, it is always difficult for people to leave because of fear, because they don't know what to do. They don't know where to go. In addition to that, leaving is when it's the most dangerous for a victim of domestic violence because the person is angry, they're after them, they may try to chase them. So there are many reasons why people don't leave. And sometimes they're afraid that the person's going to take the kids away from them if kids are involved. It could be for financial reasons. So there are many reasons why people don't leave abusive relationships. Number three, they may not have even told anyone they were in an abusive relationship. They may have been too embarrassed. That's an embarrassing thing for a lot of people to deal with or cope with. So instead of getting the help that they need, they will prefer not to tell anyone. So this may also be a reason why people don't leave an abusive relationship. I've heard another reason that they may love the individual. So for them, it might be, this is a good person. I love him. I love her. It's just when they get mad that they just do this. So just when I do something that they do this. So they may feel like it's their fault and that this is ultimately a good person and that they're the problem and that they need to change instead of seeing that they are being abused and it's not them, it's not their fault. It is the responsibility of the person who is their abuser not to abuse them. They may not see that they don't deserve to be abused. And number five, they may have a low self-esteem. They may think they deserve it, especially if they've had any type of childhood trauma or came from an abusive home. So these are just some of the reasons why people may not leave an abusive relationship. In the podcast, we do talk about safe ways for people to leave and how it's possible for you to support someone who may be in the situation who may be afraid to leave. So these are just some takeaways from last week's episode of the podcast. And if you would like to find out more about what you can do and how you can be a support and a friend to someone who's in an abusive relationship, then click the link below to listen to last week's episode of the last week's episode of the podcast. If you are in an abusive relationship, then by all means, I want you to do the same thing. Click the link in the show notes, listen to last week's episode of the podcast, and see the help and the resources that are available to you so you can get out of this dangerous situation. Today on the podcast, we're going to talk about how having a growth mindset is good for your marriage or your relationship. Have you ever felt stuck in your relationship? 
Or have you felt as if you wanted to change things in your relationship, but you just didn't know how to change things? Do you sometimes feel as if you are just going through the motion of your relationship and long for something more? If you find yourself feeling this way, then know that you are not alone. All of us have felt this way at some point in our lives. It could have been in our professional lives, it could have been in our personal lives, or in our relationships. It's actually normal to feel stuck in your relationship. However, it's important to know that you do not have to remain stuck in your relationship. There is something that you can do, and this change starts with you. Now, I love talking um, about changes, and I love talking about doing things, but so many times we don't know how to change things or how to do something different because we are so used to doing things the same way. We're stuck in our own mind. We're stuck in our relationships. Sometimes it's hard to talk to people about maybe doing something different because this is all you've been doing for as long as you can remember. One thing that I like to tell myself when I'm feeling stuck is that, okay, so Kiana, this has not worked for you. This is not working for you. So why continue to do something that's not working? So usually that helps me to change and try to, that motivates me to change. But this is not always the case for everybody else. And so when we talk about change, it can be scary, but it's something that has to happen, especially if you want to make things better in your relationship or if you just want to get tired of being stuck in your relationship. There is something that you can do to change the situation. And the thing that I love about this specific change is that it starts with you. What change am I talking about? Well, the change that I'm talking about is changing your perception and developing a growth mindset so that you will be well-equipped to begin taking action to make the changes that you want to improve in your relationship. But I think I'm going ahead too far. So before I talk about how to begin implementing these changes, I think we should first talk a little bit about why a growth mindset is so important to your relationship and what is a growth mindset now all of us are born with the locus of control so a locus of control is what you believe and what you don't believe that you control for example some people feel like life is simply happening to them like they're a victim to whatever might happen they have what you would call an external locus of control and that just means that you believe the environment and things happening around you control you and your life, but not that you have any type of control. Everything that happens is external and there's nothing you can do about it. Other people believe that they are in control of their lives. So even when something happens to them that appears to be from the outside, they still see how they have the power over the outcome. This is an internal locus of control. So how do you develop an internal locus of control and feel empowered to change things in your life. And it's important to feel empowered to change things in your life because if you feel like your life is out of control, like you're unlikely to take action, because why would you take action if you don't believe you have any control in your life or that things just happen to you and it's out of your control? So why would you take action because you would feel like there's no need to take action because it's not going to make a difference? So that would mean that you have a bias toward inaction. Which, of course, I will say is not a bad thing because you recognize it. And you know that since you have a bias toward inaction, you need to figure out what to do so that we can start taking action. So, in order to overcome this, you have to begin first taking action to see what happens. Doing this over and over shows you that you have more influence over your life than you thought. 
So you will begin to develop a bias toward action, meaning that you're believing that you're the type of person who can take action to influence your own life. So you begin developing an internal locus of control, which says that, okay, things will happen, but I control how they affect me. I can control how I react to these situations. So then you will begin developing your internal locus of control, which makes you feel empowered to direct your own life. And it also gives you confidence. But there is one core underlying psychological principle that's even more important to understand. Now, all of these are important, but the thing that's the most important thing to understand is a growth mindset. So people have different types of mindsets. There's a growth mindset and there's a fixed mindset. So we're going to talk about the growth mindset first, and then we'll talk about the fixed mindset. So people who have a growth mindset are more resilient. They're better at coping with failure. They're more likely to change themselves than those people who are not. Now, people who have a fixed mindset are less resilient. They're poor at coping with failure, and they avoid challenges that can reveal their flaws. So I mentioned the two types of mindsets are a fixed mindset and a growth mindset. People with a fixed mindset believe that they'll always have the same level of talent regardless of how much effort they put in. They either got it or they don't have it. Because of this, they spend a lot of time trying to prove their ability and trying to prove their intelligence. They want to look smart. So if they're not immediately good at something, they just stop doing it. And this is because they're in a constant quest to prove that they are talented or intelligent. To a fixed mindset person, effort is a bad thing. Having to work at something is a sign that you're not a natural talent or that you're not of high intelligence because if you were, you wouldn't have to try. So as a result, they don't challenge themselves. They don't like trying new things. And so they never stop or take the time to develop their potential. They're trapped, reaching only as far as their current abilities can take them. They're trapped because failure is devastating and it means that they are a failure because they don't want to have to take on an identity as a failure. They often blame others or the outside world for their failures. Fixed mindset people find joy in being the best or being judged as talented or smart. Now, growth mindset people see the world very differently. They believe that the more effort you put into something, whether it's practicing or learning, the better they will become. If they're not good at something, they see it as a sign that they have to work harder. They have little need to prove anything to anyone about their talent or intelligence because they are working on a quest to constantly grow and develop their talents. How hard someone tries is measures the person's value. They enjoy seeing challenges, and they see them as an opportunity to learn something and expand their boundaries. They may not like failing, but they don't even believe that they are failures. They see failures as lessons learned. Growth mindset people find joy in progress and in learning. Now, this is all great. And, you know, a lot of us can see how this could work in our personal lives. You can see this how this could work in your professional life. But the question is... How does this affect your relationship? According to Dr. Judith, a person with a fixed mindset expects a romantic relationship to be perfect and refuses to accept the idea that a successful relationship is going to take work. To them, it would mean a fatal flaw in their relationship. Now, if they believe that we all come into this world fully formed and unable to change and adapt, then of course we can see how a person with a fixed mindset also believes that a relationship that's less than perfect will also be unable to change and get better. 
people with the fixed mindset want to be placed firmly on a pedestal by their lover, and they see any disagreement as disastrous rather than natural and inevitable. Now, someone with a growth mindset, however, understand that two people coming together is always going to have their differences. They get the fact that relationships are hard and that they take work and that it involves both parties learning about the other and growing together, developing the skills they need to work as a team. Here are some amazing characteristics of people with a growth mindset. They judge themselves and others less. So if we have a fixed mindset, our reflex is always to judge and evaluate the things that are going on around us because everything that happens is used to assess things. So whether or not we're a good person or whether we are a good spouse is always determined by how we view the world and people view us. But a person with a growth mindset don't have time to waste on proclaiming judgment on other people or they don't, nor do they care about what people are doing because they're too busy focusing on how they can make progress. A person with a growth mindset thrives off constructive criticism because they don't feel as if being criticized is an attack on themselves or on their abilities because they know who they are. They know that they're able to do things. They understand and recognize that, okay, I may not be able to be able to do this right now. I might not be good at it now, but the more I work on it, the more I perfect my skills and work on my craft, the better I'll be. People with a growth mindset accept constructive criticism and they just use it as a platform for growth. Whereas a person with a fixed mindset will not accept constructive criticism and see it as being attacked and as someone seeing them as less than intelligent. People with a growth mindset know how to chill out and just enjoy the ride. So they're not worried about failures. And since they're not worried about failures, they know how to have fun. As DeWick put it, you don't have to think that you're really great at something or that you're awesome at something to want to do it and enjoy it. So since people with a growth mindset are so focused on learning, they don't even worry about succeeding or whether they don't succeed because they can still have fun doing it and just trying it, you know, just giving it a shot and see what happens. So that means that they can try out new sports. They can try new things in their relationship. See, they can try new conversational styles. They can try new things that is in their spouse's or partner's love language and just go for it and just try new things to make their relationship new and exciting without worrying about, oh, what if I fail? What if this doesn't work out? They just give it a shot and they just go on. So that's another cool thing about having a growth mindset. Another great thing about a growth mindset is that you're going to tackle the hardest problems first. So in your relationship, if there's an issue and a problem that you really, really feel like you need to work on, you're going to work on it and you're going to handle that problem and you're going to talk about it. If you had a mixed mindset or people with mixed mindsets, they're going to procrastinate or dealing with difficult issues because they're going to feel as if, well, it's not going to work out. This is just how it is. Why bother? But people with a growth mindset recognize, okay, this is how it is now, but it doesn't mean that this is how it has to be tomorrow or the day after. They see change and they see that there is room to grow and change and to make the situation better. So that is why it's important to have a growth mindset. You see how all this could work in relationships? Yeah, it's just amazing how sometimes we put ourselves in boxes in our relationship. Things aren't the way we want them to be. 
but we settle and we accept it and we're just like well this is just how it's always going to be but guys it does not have to be this way if you have an idea of how you want your relationship to be whether you want it more exciting or just to do more things together you can do this but you just need to have a growth mindset people with a growth mindset often don't stress as much as people who have a fixed mindset and that's because they just realize that everything you can control so you may not be able to control what happens to you but you can also control how you react to certain things so there's no need to stress because you're not failing you're learning and it's a difference when you feel as if you go through life where nothing you do is a failure it's just a learning experience and you're learning from it and you're growing from it and it's making you into the best version of yourself that you can be so there's no time to stress when you have a growth mindset because you're constantly learning and you're constantly on a quest to be better so that is the difference and that's awesome to not to have to worry about stressing about not being perfect and not doing things right the first time because people with a growth mindset already know you're not going to do it right the first time especially if it's something you've never done and you're not going to have it perfect all the time but you can learn and you can get better that is a great thing about a growth mindset now here's something that i never really knew when I was talking about a growth mindset until I read this recently, yes, you're going to be surprised. Did you know that having a growth mindset can actually lower your risk of experiencing depression? Now, I do want to clarify something. Now, depression is a serious issue, and it is something that people should take seriously. So the depression I'm talking about is not the depression that's clinical depression or depression that's mental illness that's being treated by a doctor i'm not talking about that type of depression because even if someone has a growth mindset it can maybe lower it a little bit but it's not going to take it away because that has to deal with the clinical imbalance that's a whole different story so please do not think i'm saying if you have clinical depression or if you're seeing a psychiatrist and you're on medication that i'm talking about just having a growth mindset will take that away that's not what i'm saying what i'm saying is that if you experience this typical depression and everyone gets depression it is something that happens to all of us what um sets it apart from being either clinical depression or just regular depression that we all get is the length of time that we show these symptoms so a lot of people do get depressed i get depressed about things and it happens usually in situational things things aren't going your way so in situations like that having a growth mindset can lower your risk of depression so it's been shown in various studies that looking at life through the lens of a fixed mindset can increase your risk of depression and of course it's logical because when you think about it any setback that you have you take it more seriously because it's like i failed and i'm a failure so of course you can start questioning your abilities and even who you are as a person which can lead to depression now if you have a growth mindset you don't expect to be perfect so if you're not, it's cool because you never expected that you were. So you're not going to be as likely to experience anxiety or depression when you fail because it's a learning experience. And technically, you didn't even fail. You just learned your lesson. So this is a way that having a growth mindset can help you. And even with relationships, if you sit out and you're like, well, I want to have this discussion and I want to try this new communication style. And let's say you do it and you try it and it doesn't work with your partner. You're not going to say, oh, I failed. This is horrible. This is the end of our relationship. You're going to be like, oh, that didn't work. Maybe I should try something else. And that is the importance and the power of having a growth mindset. 
another good thing about a growth mindset is that you just gain more perspective. In a growth mindset, you can appreciate the fact that the breakup of a relationship or a bad exam does not define who you are as a person, and it does not mean the world's ending. You know that your intelligence can't be summed up by a number, or your self-worth doesn't hang on whether you have a relationship or not. That is important, because so many times we are afraid to change things in our relationships, because we're afraid that if we change them, then what if we break up, or what if something bad happens, or what if we don't get the outcome that we desire? And that is having a fixed mindset because you are afraid and you're letting, you're feeling as if you're not in control. Listen, in life, there's no guarantee we're going to get the result that we desire. But the question is, do you want to just stay where you are in a dysfunctional relationship or in a relationship where you're not happy and just deal with it? Or would you rather just take some risks and see what you can do to make things better and to make your relationship more exciting and just do more things? I would personally rather just take the risk. And the risk doesn't mean that it's going to be a bad thing. Risk is not always bad. Sometimes you just have to step out of yourself and do something different to change the relationship. So let's say that you're in a relationship, you want your spouse to be more affectionate, and you don't know how to talk about it. So being able to gain perspective and be like, okay, well, we're going to talk about it. Yeah, he, he or she may not understand what I'm trying to say. You may be upset, but this is something that's important and we need to talk about. That's a growth mindset. And knowing that even if you don't see change immediately, that when you're constantly working toward a change, that things can change. That is the importance of having a growth mindset. And it's important so that you can be able to move forward in life and do things. Another great thing about a growth mindset is that you're not afraid to dream big. Now, I have heard so many people always say, why dream big because it's not going to work out? And my, I have always felt like it's important to dream big because the bigger you dream, the closer you're going to get to reaching it. You can't reach something that's not hard. Everything in life is hard. Everything's difficult. It's a challenge. But you have to put in the effort and the work. So that is kind of like a growth mindset. But if you have a fixed mindset, you're focused on the next test score or just worrying about how you perform in an individual event. You never seem to dream big because you're too busy focusing on the now and how to get what you want now so people can think positively of you. Now, a growth mindset is able to focus on the end goal and they don't let individual setbacks knock them off course. So if you want to improve your relationship and there are some things that are not going your way right now, it will not affect the person with a growth mindset because you have confidence to know that, okay, so if I shoot for the stars, I'll definitely get close to my goal. The whole thing is that we don't always have to know how our relationship is going to get better or how things are going to improve. We just have to know that they will and then take action toward making them improve and doing what we can do to help things get better. And whether it is changing your perception or maybe learning how to start a conversation with a soft startup instead of a hard startup, whatever it is, you can do this. So the great thing about having a growth mindset is that even if you don't already have a growth mindset, this trait can be developed. You, if you have a fixed mindset and you're listening to this and you're like, oh my goodness, I am a fixed mindset individual. That is fine. You know, it's okay because you can change that. I always say the first thing that you need to do when changing is to know you need to make a change because if you don't know you need to make a change, then there's no need to change. 
So if there's something going on and you feel like, oh, I'm fixed mindset, I don't need to change that, then you know what to do to start working on having a growth mindset. And it's all about viewing things differently. And as I say all the time, I would even recommend that maybe you see a counselor or a therapist to find out why you see things in a fixed mindset type of way. Now, I know people will just say, well, you know, that's just how I am. But it's not exactly who you are. All of us came into this world with no perceptions. We came into this world without any of the norms and any of the values that we have now. Everything that we have has been given to us and has been passed down from generation to generation through our family. So you might have grown up in a family with a fixed mindset. It was the way to go. And it was taught to you. And it was something you learned. Maybe you grew up in a family where a growth mindset was the norm. And so that was taught to you and that was learned. So whatever you have, whether it's a fixed mindset or a growth mindset, it's something that was developed and passed down from generation to generation and taught to you. So if you have a fixed mindset, it can change. And just because this is something that was probably given to you by your grandmother or your great-grandmother, does not mean it's something you have to keep. And so I would encourage you to seek the help of a professional counselor so you can see, okay, so when did I start seeing things differently? Why do I think the way that I do? What triggers me to feel this way? And once you can work through all of that, then it will be easier for you to have a growth mindset and a counselor can help you with that. Listen, you don't have to have a serious, serious issue in order to see a counselor. You can see a counselor about things that you wonder, oh, why did I react this way? Or what did I do? Self-assessment is a good thing. And if you can do self-assessment, if you can do self-assessment alone and on your own, that's fine. But if you're unable to do that, then a counselor is needed. And I would recommend that you do see a counselor. If you feel that your marriage is something that cannot be changed, there is hope. There is hope. It can be changed. Everything can be worked on. So if you're in a bad place in this moment, it doesn't mean that you're going to be in a bad place in the next moment. And it's all about growth. None of us came here knowing how to do anything. If you're a parent and you had your first kid, you didn't know how to handle that. You didn't know how to even deal with it. But you grew and you developed those skills to be a good mom. And you developed the skills you needed to be a good dad. So all of this is growth. So that is why having a growth mindset is so important in your relationship. Because that is the thing that's going to give you the resilience that you need if you want to have a relationship that spans the course of 40, 50, 60 years. A growth mindset is going to be the thing to do it. It's going to give you the resilience to handle the setbacks in your relationship and the hiccups that may come along in your relationship. Because you will understand that you as a person didn't fail. It's a lesson. And you'll learn from that. And it will help your relationship because you will realize, okay, so this is going on right now, but we can make this better and we can work on it. It'll give you that tenacity that you need to press forward in your relationship and make things better. So if you don't have a growth mindset, it's okay. Like I said, just all you need to do is work on developing a growth mindset. And if you need the help of a counselor, please seek out a counselor to help you get rid of the fixed mindset so you can have a growth mindset. But all of this is so important to your relationship. And that is why we wanted to talk about why it's important to have a growth mindset. Now, the song that we're going to listen to today is called Trapped. And it talks about a woman who has a fixed mindset and she's kind of feeling stuck in her marriage, but don't know where to go or how to get out of it or what to do. So here is the song, Trapped. (laughs) 
Before I end the podcast, I would like to thank you so much for being here with me today. I absolutely love hanging out with you each week, and it's always a pleasure to spend time with you. If you love the podcast as much as I love spending time with you, I encourage you to share this week's episode with a friend or family member and make sure that you like and follow the podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. I will also love it if you will leave a review for the podcast so you can let me know how much you are enjoying the show. Because I am so thankful to you guys, I am going to be giving away a free gift. I understand that being married can be difficult and stressful at times. So if you are looking for a way to stop arguing and resolve issues in your marriage, then click the link below in the show notes to download your free PDF about how to solve problems in your marriage. If you would like to contact me, feel free to contact me on social media by clicking the links in the show notes, and I promise you that I will respond to your message. Well, I think that's all for now. So until next week, have an amazing day and a wonderful weekend. Bye-bye. Oh, yeah. I've been in, but it's